Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. U.S. debt downgrade. We should talk about the ADP report and the JOLTS report. And I have an update on the free event, which sold out in four days uh, with 500 folks registering. I have an update on a possible second event. Folks, let's get it in the news. It is August 2nd. Let's start with the U.S. debt downgrade. Let's talk about what happened. Let's talk about short-term or immediate and what it might mean long-term. So what happened? Uh, Fitch, another rating agency, downgraded U.S. debt from AAA to AA+. If you don't know, the U.S. debt was downgraded by, I believe it was S&P, I don't know, a decade ago or so from a similar AAA to AA uh, positive or WA+. So, what does it mean right now? Well, right now, it probably means there is some increase in interest rates in the short term. It probably means at the margin, people are going to start to consider doing something else. But these are really, really fine things at the edges. I think the reason for the downgrade is far more important. Fitch was very clear in black and white terms, in my opinion, about the problems and the malarkey and the craziness uh, happening in the United States, I don't know, system. What Fitch basically highlighted is, hey, the dysfunction in Congress that took the debt ceiling down to near the X date is a sign that our government officials are willing to hold a gun to, the, to our debt and our credit rating. I don't know if you know this, but we are gonna have another potential idiotic activity happen in October. This debt ceiling thing that we got by 90 days ago, we're gonna have another party in October. So basically I think what Fitch is saying is get your house in order Congress, take care of the system, stop using this as a, I don't know, negotiation ploy for other things. But two, let's not forget number two, our cost of capital, our interest expense by the treasury to pay for our debt has skyrocketed. It is on an unhealthy and unattainable scale. It's gone from, you know, essentially zero to over 5%, right? The Fed funds rate. So I think what Fitch is saying is, hey, get your house in order. So again, I don't think Fitch is, you know, kind of saying, hey, the U.S. is going to default and all the debt's garbage today. But what they are saying is you are on a very slippery path. We are not sure your leaders have the stomach to bring in spending. And I don't know about you, 
but I kind of agree with them. I mean, seriously, are we, are we just going to pretend like we can spend freely and it, there's, there's no ramifications? So again, I, with, you know, I think Fitch was very black and white. I think what they are saying is, hey, we need to watch the U.S. debt expenses, you know, basically the income uh, statement of the U.S. federal government because it's not healthy. So I think that's what this downgrade meant. It doesn't mean much in the moment, but it is a sign that there is recognition that we are on a slippery slope. I hope Congress is paying attention. I don't think they are. I think they are asleep at the wheel. But again, that is what I think the downgrade met uh, that happened yesterday. We got a lot of jobs data this week. Remember, we got the JOLTS report. We got ADP report today. We get unemployment tomorrow. And the big one is Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday. So let's go with the JOLTS report first. Again, what is it? It's a simply job openings and quits and layoff. It's a summary of what's going on in the entire job market. It comes out once a month. Uh, ex, uh, last month was 9.62 million job openings. We are hoping that comes down, kind of this soft landing. It did come down. It came down about 40,000 to 9.58 million. So again, coming down slowly is an okay thing. Uh, we don't want to see Jolt's report go up. That would be bad. Uh, how about layoffs? Layoffs was 1.55 million last month. This month, 1.53 million. So again, kind of the Goldilocks scenario. Layoffs are less, job openings are less. We're kind of getting through this. So again, weekly unemployment tomorrow, Thursday, and the big report will be Friday. How about the ADP report? That came out this morning. Again, the ADP report caused a lot of pain last month. So let's not forget that the ADP report is still not a great indicator of what Friday's uh, report will be. ADP report last month was 497. A lot of us, myself included, thought there would be a big revision to the month. I would say there was a revision, but I have to admit, it wasn't very big. Uh, it went from 497 to 455. Just for scale, I would have called big over 100,000 adjustment. Going from 497 to 455, certainly better than I expected. Again, that is last month. What was expected? This month. The expectations were 190,000. Again, ADP is private payrolls. Actual, 324,000. So again, ADP report has not been a very good indicator of actuals. They're still under, uh, we, or the experts, I should say, the experts are still underestimating what ADP was going to report. That's almost, that's, I don't know, what do you want to call that? 50, 60% miss, something like that? Oh, it's more than that. Yeah, it's like a 70% miss. So again, ADP 324, expectation 190. Uh, it is interesting that a lot, if not most, of the jobs created are in services. Again, 324. Services accounted for 303,000. This is what's happening in the economy, right? The service sector has been short employees. We've been hearing from restaurants and hotels and all of these that they couldn't hire anybody. They're now filling up positions. Uh, just in hotels and bars and things of that nature, 201,000 added uh, employees. So again, I would call the ADP report, generally speaking, a good sign. 
if you're employed, you're paying your bills, you're shopping. And again, let's not forget the service sector has been seeing outsized wage gains. Folks, the, the, I don't know what you want to call it, the bottom quartile of wage earners are seeing big jumps in income, right? So again, this is something that is allowing folks to you know, move forward and the like. So I think it is a good thing. I think we are going to see the bottom half of the income scale see noticeable wage increases over the next three to five years. This is how the economy will heal itself. The executives will stop getting all the perks. It will now be the employees, is my opinion, very much like the 1970s. Uh, let's talk about some earnings. Uh, Starbucks was an interesting one. Uh, Taylor and I talked about this on Monday. More and more companies are beating earnings, but missing revenue. Again, as someone who sat at the table and made adjustments to financial statements, legal and approved and auditable adjustments, we can short-term manage earnings, but we can't fake revenue. So when I see more and more companies miss revenue, but hit earnings, I just, it, it um, causes me concern because you can't fake revenue or at least you can't legally fake revenue, right? Back in the 80s, people used to ship bricks to count stuff, but that's illegal, obviously. So what happened? Starbucks missed revenue, beat earnings. China, again, something we've been watching at Starbucks is what's going on in China. China, same store sales were up 46%. So think about that. They missed revenue, Starbucks, the company, even though China was up nearly 50%. What's happening in the US would be my question. Pinterest, beat top line, beat bottom line, but expenses grew faster than revenue. That's not good. AMD, uh, beat top line, beat bottom line, but actually revenue dropped 18%. Uh, on a weak PC and gave a weak forecast. Other earnings, uh, no, uh, Norwegian Cruise Line. I was watching the cruise lines. I don't know if you cruised a lot, but typically cruises, they book out. It's a great leading indicator about consumers, right? If consumers are feeling good, they book cruises for summer, for winter, right, for, for their travel. Looks like Norwegian Cruise Line, while they beat top line and bottom line this quarter, they give weak guidance. I'm serious. What is it? Maybe the middle class is really pulling back. I think cruises are one of those things that could be the canary in the coal mine about the consumers are tr truly pulling back. Uh, definitely something to look at, in my opinion. You want to go to the other side? Let's go to the top 1% of the 1%. Ferrari. Ferrari's profit jumped as buyers customized their Ferraris with expensive add-ons or customizations. Yeah, the 1% or the 1% not hurting. They're buying Ferraris uh, and Ferrari actually raised guidance. So again, it feels to me with the Norwegian report, again, just looking at this for 20 years, it could be one of those signs that the middle class kind of stopping the uh, travel um, summer uh, that they're pulling back. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Uh, if you booked a cruise recently, let me know. Love to hear where you're going. Uh, again, Ferrari. That's awesome. Uh, JP Morgan. I don't know if you know this,
but it looks like JP Morgan is out helping to facilitate bank acquisitions. I think Taylor and I talked about this on Monday. JP Morgan is buying $1.8 billion in single family mortgages from the Bank of California. You may not have heard the Bank of California, but remember the Bank of California is buying PacWest. JP Morgan is helping to facilitate that by buying $1.8 billion in mortgages at a discount. JP Morgan is going to buy them at a discount. This is my guess. My guess is JP Morgan is gonna flip those mortgages. JP Morgan is going to uh, flip those mortgages and make a profit probably in the next 90 to 180 days. JP Morgan is again gonna buy them, you know, 1.8 for 1.5. It's gonna flip them for 1.65 and make $150 million. That is my guess. Uh, but yes, JP Morgan is helping to facilitate an acquisition. Uh, something I uh, looked at yesterday is what are the top three markets for rent, rent amount, and what are the bottom three cities for rent, right? What is the highest and what is the cheapest? Uh, let's go to highest first. We'll go number three, Naples, Florida. Anybody live in Naples? Naples, Florida, average rent $48.21, $4,821. I don't know that I've ever been to Naples. I don't think I have, but it's a nice place. San Diego, California, $48,000, $4,862. And the most expensive place to rent a home today, Long Beach, California. $4,984. Wow. I'm looking at this going, where's Manhattan? I'm not sure how Manhattan was on this list, but not my list. Now the lowest. I thought the lowest was interesting. Like where could you, where could you get a single family home for the average lowest rents? Birmingham, Alabama comes in at number three, 1441. Montgomery, Alabama is number two at 1394. And North Little Rock, Arkansas. Anybody in Arkansas? Uh, cheapest rent, $1,267. I think I've been there. I think that's where Walmart is. Conway? Con Convoy? Conway? I don't know. I went there once to Walmart. Walmart is hard to sell to. They're very hard to sell to. Uh, anyways, I digress. Uh, next, a, a lot of you have asked, can you buy Dan Bird's uh, Better Stock Trading? Uh, sizing options, his risk calculator. Absolutely, it's available on my site, onerentalatatime.com. Onerentalatatime.com, go to courses. You can buy it for 47 bucks. If you are gonna buy it, the first thing I would do is I would go to the last hour. In the last hour, I think Dan looked at, I don't know, what do you think, 25 stocks? And he gave his opinion on the charts. Now we've had almost a month since that meeting. I'm curious how he did. I haven't actually gone back and looked at it, but that is something I would do. So if you want to become a better stock trader, you couldn't make it. It's available for 47 bucks. Risk calculator, sizing, momentum, he gives you, you're going to have to watch it two or three times. He talks very fast. He gives you so much information. Um, it is way worth way more than 47 bucks, but you can go get it for the same price as the others paid. So yes, onerentalatatime.com. And then finally, a lot of you have asked for a second free event. As you know, I opened up a 500 person event on April 13th from eight to 10 a.m. Sunday. A lot of you have asked for another one. So I wanna make a trade. My team has now created 10 videos 
for my brand new channel called the Daily Financial News. What I'm going to ask for is if you could go to that channel, and I'll put a link to one of the videos in, once I'm done. If you can go to that channel and watch two videos and maybe leave a comment in each one so the algorithm understands it's a new channel, if enough of you do that today and I can watch the analytics, I will do, you know what, let's be clear. I'm gonna do a second event regardless if you help me or not. My hope is we have enough goodwill where you go to the channel and you watch a couple of videos, leave a couple of comments, just so my team's work could get more views and it could rise. Again, you and I will never, ever, ever stop doing these live streams. I like them too much, you like them too much. But let's also not forget, there's a lot of folks that don't like live, that think these live sessions are kind of herky-jerky and they wanna get summaries and lists and charts. My team is doing great work to create those and they're coming out on the same day. So again, I have a channel, it's called The Daily Financial News. One video a day that takes this live stream, adds some pictures and content, and we are looking to grow it. So again, I'm already telling you I will do a second event. I'm trying to figure out when it will happen. It will happen in August. Please do me a favor, sign of goodwill. Go to the Daily Financial News, watch two videos at least, Give it a thumbs up, leave a comment. Let's get the algorithm working so more and more people see it. Is that a deal? Can you do that for me? Thank you so much. And let's not forget, if you wanna get this stock trading course for free, all you have to do is buy How to Get Started One Rental at a Time at $3.99 and you get two free bonuses. One of them could be the stock, one of them could be Legends of Real Estate, the Mastermind, Buy Box Deep Dive, whatever you want. So if you'd like to save money, Buy the course at $399 before it goes up to $500. You're going to, it's going to go up to $500 very soon, $499, I'm rounding. So buy the course now, join the Facebook group. Again, remember the free trade. Watch two videos and I will do a, a second session. Uh, I'm probably going to do one on a day other than Sunday because there's a lot of people that can't make Sunday morning. That's what I'm trying to work out right now. All right, everybody, take care. Bye.